drug, crack. I'm attracting younger crowds. This one's for Nipsey, so an R.I.P. Another fucking rapper taken too soon, man. Look, I'm coming straight off the slums. A crazy motherfucker named Nipsey. I'm turned up, cause I grew up in the 60s. Caution, to you rap niggas trying to diss me. I go on, that's why your bitch wanna flip me. Big guns, nigga turn rivals into rosaries. Extended clips, I give a fuck who you supposed to be. Straight off the block, I sold dope to buy groceries. Nice rap money, no fucking bad, so talented. Bro, nigga, you can follow me. It's fuck bitches, get money, keep some hollow ass like yeah, And I'm for where I'm a side boost the economy. Pay taxes to these corners and put their workers a policy. It's white chalk on the coast. It's yellow tape on the gates. Man. Choppers up above, that's cuz a tiny loafs run the streets where I'm from. Well, Introduction to this Nipsey Hustle music. Money and bitches, that's the way that we mm. do it. First get your bride up, uh, uh, uh. get your shine on. We come through daytime with the lights on. Now hit the fast lane, let your chase way. Yeah, there it is. Just a small introduction to that Nipsey Hustle music. You know how it is around here at the Manchild Pod. We gotta start off with a fucking Fuego song. And Nipsey is going to deliver the goods. R.I.P. Nip. But what's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your illustrious host, Miles Casey. How are you doing? I hope you're doing all right. I hope life's treating you okay. You know, everything's going good in your neck of the woods. Uh, it's been pretty good here for the most part. I mean, obviously, super bummed by the Nipsey uh, hustle news. That was... Uh, just doesn't make any sense, man. Another great rapper, taken far before, you know, his time. He was just coming into his prime. He was just on that cusp of, like, breaking through to that next level, I feel like. And then this shit happens, and it's such a bummer. I mean, he had one of my favorite albums last year. Same with Mac Miller. Two of my favorite artists just gone like that, man. It's You gotta appreciate when those things are around. If you get a chance to go see your favorite artist, or if you... Fucking, you, you know, that's one of the things, the biggest things I regret. We'll get into, I'll save that, actually. I'll save that for the later part of the podcast. I don't want to get too, too much into that right now. I feel like I just had a mini stroke right there. Sorry about that. But, yeah, um, what's 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 up in my neck of the woods, right? What's going on here in Manchild Pod? Uh, man, it's been crazy lately. So, I wanted to say thank you for bearing with me when I'm getting these episodes out kind of sporadically they're coming out on Monday they're coming out on Friday they're coming out on Saturday I don't fucking know what's going on because uh, I've just been so busy you know got that promotion at work uh, things have been changing quite a bit around there I'm trying to get a schedule set into place that will make my life easier so I can pay my bills do the podcast do stand up all of that shit still trying to figure that out uh, but you know it's all about patience it's all about the marathon you know what I'm saying that's what Nipsey would tell you. It's about the marathon. It ain't no sprint. It's about the long game. It's about playing it, playing your cards right, making strategic moves, and getting it done correctly. So, you know, that's what we're looking to do here lately. And it's been, it hasn't been all bad, obviously. Like, bummed to buy the Nipsey news, like I said, but uh, some good things have been happening. Uh, one big one in particular, you guys, I talk about it all the time on here, right? I'm, I'm not probably supposed to talk about it, but I do. Uh, fucking the Starbucks I work at is crazy half the time you know uh, there's a large population of homeless people that basically use it as a I don't know it's like a halfway house for them basically I don't, I don't know exactly what to call it but uh, they uh, the corporation Starbucks they decided to just 
change how the cafe is. It is no longer a cafe. It is a walkthrough cafe. Does that make sense? Like a cafe, you can go there, have a cup of coffee, sit down, use the Wi-Fi. Uh, we no longer have that at our store. We decided to go from a cafe to a walkthrough store, especially since we're like uh, right by the beach. So many people come in and out. They're just like, fuck it. We'll just change it to a walkthrough cafe. Uh, uh, you know, wink, wink. That's what they tell us to say anyways. But really, they changed it, obviously, because there was a huge fucking problem there. It was like a storage facility for the homeless. I'd be like having to deal with a customer here, trying to make coffee over there. And then back behind them, I'm trying to like tell two homeless people to quit fighting. It was, it was stressful. It was ridiculous. And it scared customers away, quite frankly. So they made a change. And I have to say, I fucking love it. I do love it. There's no bathroom anymore. I almost get this like sick little joy out of telling people that there's no bathroom, especially when they get mad at me now. They're like, this is a Starbucks and there's no bathroom? How could that be? What could have possibly been going on here? I'm like, fuck you. That's what was going on here. It was a fucking shit show. Finding needles in the bathroom, blood on the floor. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You don't know what was going on. And it's so funny. They're like yelling at me about there being no bathroom now. And all I can think is just like, you know, first of all, I didn't make the decision. Second of all, hope you fucking shit your pants. And third of all, have a nice day. Never come back. That would be cool by me. I don't care. Really don't care. You know what I mean? So, it's just weird, uh, and it's kind of nice not having the bathroom, not having people sitting in there. It's like working at a whole new store, and hopefully that'll make me enjoy the job a little more, because I've been fucking thinking about quitting a lot lately. It's been on the mind. I feel like I just give too much for that store for too little in return, and yeah, gotta, gotta figure something new out, you know? Gotta keep, gotta keep moving forward, keep making moves, can't get stagnant in one place. Especially fucking Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so fuck it. Let's just get into it today. Uh, I got a good one for you. This one, as I said, dedicated to Nipsey. The marathon continues. His legacy and the things he did will live on through all of us that were inspired by him. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, we'll get into the episode today. Thanks for listening. Look, my nigga, this is dedication. This is anti-hesitation. This is a real nigga celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th and 5th at Granny House with vanilla wafers. It's the remedy to separation. Tupac of my generation. Blue pill in the fucking matrix. Red rose in the great pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. Know he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platform to explain it. He frustrated so he get faded. But deep down inside, he know you can't fail. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? I need some real nigga reparations. Or I run up in your bank just for recreation. Dedication, hard work, plus patience. To some more of my sacrifice, I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting, told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. Dedication. Let's get into it, folks. I gotta hold on. I gotta. This thing went out on me. I gotta light it back up real quick. Feel free to join me. Feel free to join me. Just have a little, just a little smoky smoke, you know. Also, in remembrance of Nipsey, this one, you know, I, I ain't pouring anything up or pouring anything out, but I'll burn one. I'll burn one for Nip. Um, I guess that's where we'll start. 
since, you know, that's what I'm already talking about, apparently. Uh, this one was a fucking major bummer for me. It's weird, right? Because obviously you look at me and where I'm from, the kind of lifestyle I had growing up. Like, you don't think I would be a person who listens to gangster rap or who could be influenced by gangster rap. And, uh, you know, it makes sense. Like, me and Nipsey, we're not the same thing. Like, comparing us is like comparing a mouse to a fucking lion. You know what I mean? Like, we're sure, we're all human, but, like, he was fucking... He had the confidence, the swag. He was a rapper. He was he was a talented artist, and he was a brilliant mind. But uh, it's such a fucking bummer to, you know, get that news that he was shot six times in front of his own fucking clothing store. This is a man who was laying out the, the blueprint for a ton of younger upcoming rappers, inspiring them, like showing them how to make moves, how to do it for themselves, right? Because the thing about the music industry, if like, I don't know, I, I like to learn about the music industry. I was always been interested in it. But like a lot of times those artists end up getting fucked by the music industry. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what they're doing. They don't have any business acumen. They're not business savvy. And, uh, they end up like not having the masters to their songs. Like they created the song, they came up with the idea, they produced it, they put it all together, and then the fucking record label ends up owning that because they're like, no, 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 this is the deal you signed. Everything you create while under us is ours. It's like you know that's fucked up, right? As an artist, you want to have all control over everything that you do. I feel like, and that was one of the main things that Nipsey preached. Whether you're listening to his like songs on Victory Lap. One of my favorite albums, by the way. If you don't know any, anything about Nipsey, you want to know a little bit more about Nipsey, go listen to the fucking two things I'd recommend. One, go listen to Victory Lap, which is a phenomenal album. Grammy nominated. His first debut album. Debut album, Grammy nominated. And it's a hilarious name, too. He called it Victory Lap because he's like, dude, I've already done it. I'm already out here. I've already fucking... I'm taking my Victory Lap right now. This is my debut album on a major label, but I'm already... I've already done it. I'm already successful. I'm already moving up the ranks, you know. And uh, the other one I would highly recommend if you want to know a little bit more about Nipsey uh, is go watch his Breakfast Club interview where, you know, I that's where I became an even bigger fan of Nipsey. I've always kind of followed him, liked some of his stuff early on, especially in college. Uh, like that song we started out with, Hustle in the House, I think that might have been the first song that I ever heard of Nipsey's. And, um, it's just, oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. But that, that was, like, the first song I heard in Nipsey's. And, uh, oh, yeah, the Breakfast Club interview. That's where I've learned, like, oh, this is a, a dude who's not just a gangster. He's not just a rapper. This is a guy who is a businessman. This is a guy who is a leader, somebody who gives back to his community, somebody who's trying to make a difference and make a change and have a positive impact in a place where most of the time, if you get you know they call it the trap right when you're growing up in the hood or whatever it may be a lot of times it's referred to as the trap why is it referred to as the trap because you can't get out and the second sometimes people get a little bit of fame maybe they go uh they, they get good enough grades and they go to school or they become a famous rapper or an athlete or whatever they can get out of the trap quote unquote right and they do that because there's not a lot of positivity there. There's not a lot of things that are uplifting that community. There's not a lot of things that are bringing good vibes to that area potentially, right? So it's like, oh, I got to get away from that negativity. And who knows what can happen? Obviously, we see what can happen when you try to 
be in the community and stay in that area it can put a target on your back unfortunately and maybe that's what happened to nipsey i don't know exactly what happened i'm obviously not a fucking fortune teller i'm not a investigative journalist i'll never i might never know but he was somebody who was like giving back to his community stayed in the community didn't leave it didn't once he got his check once he got his money he didn't say see you later no he stayed there on slawson and crenshaw he fucking opened up a strip mall and allowed people to have businesses there he gave people jobs this was a guy who was literally trying to do it from the ground up he started fucking like selling t-shirts and socks on the side of the road you know cds out of the trunk of his car he was hustling nipsey hustle he was hustling all the time so man just to see somebody whether it was a simple disagreement whether it was a jealousy it doesn't matter the fucking reason there's no reason to fucking it doesn't make any sense to me to go back there and you know after apparently the guy was already there he was shaking nipsey's hand earlier and then he came back with a gun shot up the place realized nobody else had a gun because what did nipsey do he hired felons he gave felons jobs because he wanted to give them a second chance he again he wanted to give back to the community and if you're a felon you can't have a gun you're going right back to jail if you have a gun so nobody had any guns nobody could protect nipsey he ended up fucking just you know getting killed for probably nothing and it's fucking heartbreaking you know neighborhood nip people loved him there and i don't know it's very inspiring to see how he was able to give back to his community and i don't know it made me think about like obviously i can't even give back to myself right now i'm a broke ass who's just trying to figure everything out but uh you know seeing him give back to his community seeing how a lot of these like people do that made me think like man what am i doing what is what is my end goal here what do i want to get out of this am i just doing everything for me 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 like and i don't know it, that's what kind of inspired me again just like thinking like oh i should look at the bigger picture again as nipsey always talked about it's the marathon this life ain't a sprint and because you want to be about the long game you want to be like okay what am i going to be doing 10 years from now sure maybe this isn't exactly where i want to be right now but let's keep moving keep the long game the marathon continues as he would say so i don't know it's just a real bummer again if you want to check him out go check out that victory lap album check out that breakfast club interview i mean he's just an intelligent dude you might think the way he talks when he's talking about bloods and crips and how he's gang banging and he's this that and the other he'd be like no man this guy's not that i can see people easily dismissing somebody like him easily dismissing somebody like him but he was not stupid he was super intelligent very philosophical in many ways just the way he thought and the way he viewed life so yeah i mean we lost another great one him mac miller these people it's just it's tragic this one's even more tragic because it's just a random act of violence i don't know od's pretty bad too but fucking sad stuff and it never happens to like a country singer this shit never happens to like katie perry you know what i mean it's always fucking hip-hop artists or it's a bummer man a very big bummer but all as i said you know it was kind of cool to see obviously people respected nipsey there was so much love whether you were on social media everybody was posting about him i mean fucking jay-z opened up a 15 million dollar trust fund for nipsey's kids that's how much jay-z one of the fucking ogs the one of the giants of the game put that much respect on nipsey and what he was like trying to do so he you know 15 million dollar trust fund for his kids that's 
that's pretty awesome news. It's you know at least they're gonna be okay because they lost their dad, man. That shit's sad. That shit's sad. So yeah, we'll we'll move on. This usually is a more of a positive and fun podcast, but Jesus Christ, that Nipsey news fucking bummed me out, man. Bummed me out. So let's see, what else? Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about, a little more funny. Uh, I haven't talked about it yet. The whole Jesse Smollett news. You know what I mean? Where the fuck did I put that lighter at, folks? Wish I knew. I wish I knew where the lighter was. My joint went out, and now and now I'm sad. Now I'm sad. Well, I was sad before because of the Nipsey stuff, but I guess we'll just move on to the jewel, right? That's what we'll do here. But yeah, I mean... This Jesse Smollett, Smollett, I don't know how to say it. I'm a fucking idiot. We've already gone over that. Uh, he, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you have to know by now. He got in trouble or was accused of setting up a fake attack on himself. You know, it was supposed to be Trump people were, you know, out to get him. They are beating him up. They had MAGA hats on. He's a, a gay black man. So it was supposed to be very uh, a racial thing. And... First of all, the last thing we need right now is some fake race-baiting violence type stuff because we're not doing great from what I understand with necessarily race relations and how people feel out there about each other, you know. The country seems to be never more divided, maybe since like the Civil War probably. It was pretty divided back then, I think. But, you know, nowadays with just the way politics is, the way... Everybody feels it feels like there's this fucking cow powder keg that's just out ready to fucking blow at the fucking smallest little bump on the wagon. You know what I mean? So some doing something like this, first of all, is fucking one of the stupidest things I've ever heard of. It's desperate, it's attention grabbing, it's sad, it's pathetic. But I guess maybe he didn't do it. Wink wink, you know, wink wink. Cause he got off on the charges he got off he didn't get charged with it there was nothing that ended up happening to him uh which is wild right because usually i'm on the side of like the justice system Mm, little racist probably little racist you can go ahead and say it just look at the statistics (laughs) you know what i'm saying but one thing that always does seem to hold true with the good old american justice system as long as it's not too cut and dry i guess uh you got that cheddar cheese? You got that fucking money? You're gonna get off, son. Who gives a fuck? You're gonna get off, baby. That's what it's all about. It's all about the money. If you got the money, man, those lawyers, they'll make fucking magic happen. They'll start conjuring up fucking evidence that doesn't even exist somehow. They're like fucking warlocks of that shit. So, yeah, it's 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 so funny to see people were so mad about this. And, uh, you know, I don't... I don't know if mad's the right thing. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's stupid. But it's just everybody is so quick to just be pissed off, to be angry, to just start, you know, throwing stones at the other person instead of fucking looking inward. It's wild times, man. It's very wild. And I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It's just crazy to see how divided we are. Shit like this happening. It's like, what is going on? Just like they, like they say, fucking real life is stranger than fiction. Just people having themselves beat up, paying people to do it, put on this MAGA hat, you know, say Trump, you, you love Trump as you fucking punch me in the face. <laughs> what? Oh, it's such weird times, man. It's such weird times. And speaking of that, like, it's so funny now that I'm so anti-politics in many ways, like, uh, 
I just like I'll probably vote. I, I'm I stay semi informed, but uh, you know I'm not giving anybody a fucking nickel this time. I gave Bernie Sanders. I don't know what the number was. It was close to maybe a hundred dollars, maybe more, uh, over the course of his campaign <clears throat> last presidential election, and I got burned, son. He didn't get the nomination. He didn't get nothing. I just put all that money there just to watch it go. Oh well, hopefully Bernie had some nice lunches. Or maybe he was able to run a good old ad that made him lose. Like, you know, whatever. I don't fucking know what happened. But it's uh, it's so funny seeing them, like, he sends these emails. He's like, last chance to fucking donate to my campaign. We're trying to get to this number. I'm like, dude, you're not getting shit from me this time. You're going to have to fucking do this one without my help. That's for sure. Uh, I'll still, you know, kind of root from the sideline maybe a little bit or Maybe if he starts saying the right things and I like what's going on, I'll still vote for him or try to again. But right now, I've been fully uh, on board with Andrew Yang. I'm all about that UBI. I like the idea of it. Uh, maybe it's not the answer. Maybe it's just me being a lazy piece of shit who wants $1,000 a month. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fucking expert in this stuff. I don't know what I want. I don't even know what I want for lunch later today. You know what I mean? Oh, I know, I know what I want. Actually, I want to sip this fucking... I'm gonna sip this monster. Oh yeah, that's good. But yeah, it's just funny. Like when they're all begging for money, man. I just, it's the worst thing in the world. Politics, dude. I fucking can't stand it. Can't stand it. And it's even funnier. Just like I was saying the whole time. I didn't like. You know, everybody was watching the Trump, the Mueller report, da 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 da. All that shit was going on, right? And. uh I kept saying, I'm not going to believe Trump's getting kicked out of office or leaving that office or something bad's going to happen to that man until he is like literally in handcuffs and they're like pushing his head under the fucking car and like pushing him into the patrol car. That's what I keep saying. I do not believe the Mueller report was going to be enough. It didn't look like it would be. And guess what? Nothing ended up happening. That report came out. Sure, they didn't release it all. I don't know exactly how it works. I'm fucking stupid, remember? Uh, but they didn't release the whole thing. So, you know, maybe there's some details in there that are kind of juicy that would make us lead to believe that, oh, it does even look even more like he was colluding with the Russians. But at the end of the day, the report came out. Nothing fucking happened. And Trump's still pretending to be president or whatever the fuck it is that he's doing up there. And, yeah, that's why I'm starting to think, like, doesn't matter if it's Bernie. Doesn't matter if it's Andrew Yang. I don't know if this motherfucker's gonna lose. I don't know if people are gonna actually get him out of office. I still am like, man, boy, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna be able to get that fucking orange Cheeto dusted old fuck out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy, he's resilient, son, and he just he 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 doesn't play a clean game. He doesn't play necessarily a smart game. But he plays his game, and he plays it fucking well, and he knows exactly what he's doing to get his people to be on his side still. It's crazy. I still hear people, even out here in Ocean Beach, liberal ass, Ocean Beach, California, I'll meet people that are like, dude, I, I fucked with Trump still. I haven't, like, I had a customer the other day that was telling me, he's like, I haven't voted once in my life. And then I saw Trump, and I was like, he actually said to me, oh, he actually said to me, I don't care if he never left office. I was shook. I was shook by that. I was like, never left, dude? Fucking Trump to the dictator? Fuck, dude. I'll be staring down the end of a barrel if that happens, probably. We're just begging to...
figure out something to get rid of that. I can't, can't do it, man. Can't do it. But yeah, that's that's how people are thinking out there still to this day. That, that was like two weeks ago, maybe a week ago when that happened. That's all I'm saying. I just do not. I don't know if anything can stop Trump. Maybe he will be in office forever. Maybe he is never fucking leaving. You know, he's just gonna fucking move his family in, put up some fucking gold letters on top of that bitch that say Trump's White House. Start getting some fucking fancy little outlines on there and, you know, decorating it up all gaudy, just like Trump does. You know, doing it up big, real big. And luckily, the country's already pretty much in fucking a crazy amount of debt. Trump knows a thing or two about bankruptcy. Maybe we can file for bankruptcy as a country, see how that works out for us. I don't know. Maybe we'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. It's all a shit show, basically. That's what it all comes down to. This whole fucking thing is a shit show. Oh, what else? Well, that's pretty much it, you know? Oh, there was this funny conversation I had the other day. And I don't even know if... I probably don't even need to say this, but it's happening, right? It's going on. Uh, I was talking to somebody about comedy. Um, and, you know, like, what it's like to bomb and what it feels like to bomb. And they... It was funny. She was like, oh, well, that's just like... Oh, bombing is just like when you have some bad sex that night you know you just have some bad sex and then you just go on your day no one ever really remembers you don't think about it again da 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 and I'm like that's a terrible analogy because I can't relate to that because I'm always the one giving out the bad sex alright that was terrible I should, I should probably edit that out that wasn't funny that wasn't funny um I don't know that's really all I got I wanted to do uh some other things, but we'll just we'll we'll wrap it up there. We'll keep it nice and sweet and short for you today. As always, thank you for listening and much love. R.I.P. Nip. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why. To this gang, that's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. I don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I designed myself. County jail fade, you can pull my foul yourself. Spot rage, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself. Nah, damn right, I like the life I built. I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed. Standing so tall, they think I might got stills. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug life on wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street nigga touching them first meals. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. Grinding all my life, grinding all my life. Grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle paid the price. R.I.P. Nip. You will be missed, son. You were a fucking an inspiration to me. And just like with Mac Miller and all the other people that have inspired me to do more and create more and, you know, be true to me and be authentic, uh, I just have to say I appreciate what you left behind and the legacy will continue to live on through many other people that you have inspired. So, you know, shout out Nip. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, the 71st, first, can't even fucking talk. I think I just had a little baby stroke again. 71st episode of the Millennial Manchild Podcast is fucking finished, son. Ha! Brush that dirt off your shoulders, Jay-Z style. We out here. We done.
That's what's up. I love that. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, you beautiful snowflakes. I appreciate you listening to the podcast, sharing it, rating it, whatever you may be doing with it. I don't care, but I appreciate you. So thank you so much. Um, Couldn't do it without you, folks. For real, for real. And I have to admit, you know, I've been in a little bit of funk. March was was kind of a rough month for me. It wasn't it wasn't March madness, but it was March blandness. I was just feeling like everything was just like, ugh. Ugh. You know, I, I couldn't go through my days very good. I didn't have energy. I wasn't taking care of myself very well. And, you know, I gotta give a shout out to my mom. She actually recommended she's like, Hey Miles, you gotta get back to meditating. You gotta get back to exercising. You gotta start taking care of yourself again. Because I haven't been. I really haven't been and it's been starting to show. I've been less disciplined with the podcast. I have been less disciplined with the stand-up and the writing. I've really been, you know, it's hard to get that energy to do it, but it's also partly just my own fault for not pushing myself a little bit harder because when you do go for a run and when you do these little things, that momentum keeps stacking and building, and it allows you to do more and it allows you to do better. Plus, you just feel better. You really do. So uh, shout-out to moms for checking in on me and being like, hey, I noticed the pot, even though she's not supposed to listen, she notices that the podcast comes out a little late sometimes or this side or the other. And, you know, she's like, you got to take care of me you gotta, or you, you know what I mean? You got to take care of yourself. So I've been refocusing on that a little bit. I'm on day two, meditating back on that streak. I'm going to start trying to journal a little bit more. Just get back to a few things, some push-ups, some fucking kettlebell swings, little things that help improve my day, help improve my mental state and help just keep me grinding, you know, keep pushing forward. So that's what it's all about. So I'm looking forward to getting back into that fuck March blandness. We're on to that April grind. And yeah, that's what's up. So without further ado, I have a few things for you to check out today. One, go listen to fucking Victory Lap, please. Just give us some plays. Nipsey owns all the masters. He gets all the royalties for all those streaming plays and shit. So go help a brother out. Go play some of that Nipsey Hustle, bump that shit loud, maybe burn a joint to it, maybe pour up a little liquor, have some fun. It's uh, it's some wild music, it's good stuff. Uh, and the other thing I would recommend to check out, I finally, I've kind of seen this on Netflix for a while, I never, I was always like, oh, I'm not going to watch that, I'm not going to check it out, it doesn't look right for me. But that show, Happy, it's a crazy show, it's made on spy, sci-fi, it's about this like ex-detective cop who is almost indestructible in some ways, like he just can't be put down, but he has this crazy little like blue hallucinate like imaginary friend unicorn that's like trying to help him allow how uh, it's this sounds really retarded right now I know I'm not doing a good job of explaining this but uh it's it's a hilarious show basically it's called happy it's on Netflix um I don't know I can't even explain it exactly because what I was doing right there does not sound enjoyable at all but it is actually funny it is pretty enjoyable so check out happy if you're looking for something on Netflix just to binge through uh yeah that's all I got for you today folks Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, you know, R.I.P. Nipsey. And yeah, until next week, folks. Millennial Man Child. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress. Last time that I checked. First you get the money, the respect, and the power, and the hoes come next. Last time that I checked. I've been self made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah. Playing no games with you niggas, pop clutch, switch lanes on you niggas. Nah. I laid down the game for you niggas, taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you niggas. On the whole thing for you niggas, reinvest, double up, then explain for you niggas, it gotta be love. Run 
the city, it gotta be cuz. It's for the pieces I took off the Monopoly board. Hey, y'all niggas false claims, it gotta be fraud. Just keep the hood about your mouth and you gotta be charged. I doubled up, tripled up, nigga, what? Banged on the whole game, I ain't give a fuck. Nobody tripping, had no business, got my digits up. And when I drop, you know I'm about to fuck. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep last time that I checked. I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat last time that I checked. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress last time that I checked. First you get the money, then respect. Then the power and the hoes come next last time that I checked.